Hello, hello, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Relentlessly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, and we are going to get right into it today. So I had asked a few weeks ago over on my Instagram what you guys wanted to hear more of on the podcast, and there were quite a few things, but one thing that was really popular was just beginner competitor information. So you guys know I am new to this. I just am wrapping up my first show season, going into my first real improvement season of putting on muscle so I can be more competitive. So I'm a newbie, but you guys are interested. So I'm going to give it to you. Um, I have a whole bunch of things that I want to talk about, but for today, I just want to give you 13 things that I wish that I knew before I started prep. And I will talk about like the prep before the prep a lot and a lot of those things. Um, And this is really where I wish, I wish I would have known this in my prep before the prep season. So this was a time when I was really focused in on just getting my body ready to even go into a prep. And I had never heard of this concept before because I thought a prep was 12 to 16 weeks. You get in, you diet down, you get on stage, and you're good to go. I was so clueless. So hopefully this will help somebody else not be as clueless as I was and um, really walk in confidently to, to this decision if you wanted to get on stage Ever in the future. So this doesn't mean that you are currently in a prep or you are currently thinking about hiring a coach for a prep. This could be that this is something that's been on your heart for a while and you've always been interested in it. And maybe this is two years down the road for you. Um, either way, this is going to apply to you. So number one, and this is probably the most important, one of the most important, but number one is I wish that I realized sooner that I could do this. I wanted to do this from the time that I was 27 years old and first found out about competing. And I thought that it was for someone else. I always thought that it was a different type of person, that I could never be that type of person, that dedicated, that's pretty, honestly. I never, I, I still have a hard time like, even looking at myself and be like, oh, you're pretty. Um, and you always think competitors, they're pretty girls. They're pretty girls up there. Um, I always just counted myself short from being able to have what it took to be competitive. So I wish I understood sooner that those girls are regular people. Those girls are regular people. They are not some freaks of nature They did not walk out of the womb with crazy willpower and crazy muscles. They worked their asses off for that. They built that. They worked every single day and they still work every single day for that. So I wish, number one, that I had realized sooner that that is something that I could do, that I did have the work ethic in me, that I did have the determination in me, and I wish I had applied myself sooner to really bring that out 
in myself to have the confidence to do that. So that is number one. Number two is figure out why you want to start prep. You cannot start prep and really push through on those hard days if you think that it just looks like it would be fun to get on stage and be really cool. And maybe you can, maybe that will get you through. But why do you really want to do this? Why do you really want to do this? And it's going to be different for everybody. Mine, my reason for starting was to prove some people wrong. I get really motivated when it is some like negative, screw you, I'm going to prove you wrong energy, which probably isn't healthy, but you know what? That motivated me and that pushed me through. And on those hard days, I would think, be like, you know what, Becky, you said that you were going to do this. You are going to show up for this. It does not matter how tired you are right now. It does not matter how much you want to quit. It does not matter that you have quit almost everything you've ever said that you were going to do. This thing you are going to show up to do. So on those days, you really have to have a reason why you want to do this that is going to push you through. And figure that out. Figure that out right away. All right, number three. I wish I understood more that this is a selfish sport. So I could really be prepared walking into it and prepare my husband and my kids as best I could. Now, I listened to podcasts. I had friends that had competed. So I asked a lot of questions. Um, but I feel like it's something that you really can't understand until you're in it. But if you don't know, you don't know. So this is a, a selfish sport where you... Uh, of the time you're by yourself. You got to just do the things and it's non-negotiable that you do the things. So as a mom and as a wife, that is just adding an extra layer of things on your plate um, that is 1000% doable, but you do have to communicate with your people. You do have to realize that, you know what, sometimes you're going to have to show up to things that you really don't want to show up to because you're tired, but the people that are closest to you are important. So you are going to have to make sure that you're scheduling in date nights with your husband. And even though you're really, really tired, finding ways to still spend time together and communicating with them of what's going on and why you have to put so much time into it and reminding them of what your real reason is behind this. So going back to number two, figuring out the why behind this and making it a little bit deeper than it would just be really cool to get on stage is going to make it a lot easier for these people that it is going to affect their lives too. really buy into it and really, really get behind you with it. And also having them understand that, yes, while mom has to get up for cardio and mom's really tired right now, like it, it is not forever. And we will go into an improvement season where you get more calories and you get more things and you have a little bit more time to yourself that you can dedicate to other things. So really just realizing that while you will hear a lot that this is a selfish sport, communication is going to be key for you. Communicate with your people. And I think I said 13 things, but I want to add one more in here. So number four is you're going to be seen as a weirdo to the people that don't get it. 
not many people are going to understand prep. Not many people are going to understand what we do unless you are blessed with a whole bunch of friends in your area that compete and they get it and they are 1000% in it as well. That is a blessing and that'll come down farther in the list. But 99% of us probably don't have that around us. Um, so you are going to be the weirdo and that's okay. You kind of got to just own it and do your own thing. So it's kind of why it's nice that this is a selfish sport and it is 90% by yourself because you get to just put your head down, eyes up, get to work, get it done. It does not matter. And trying to explain what you're doing to every single person is going to exhaust you because 99% of them won't get it. And you're going to hear a lot of things that I don't think people realize that come off negatively or they will will hit you where it hurts when you're really tired and really, really hungry and just over it. Um, but they will. They're going to say things that you're just like, oh, oh, okay, thank you. And you, the less that you can really let that bother you, the better. Because there had been points in my prep when I first started that I would hear things. And again, these people did not mean to to come off any sort of way. I think they were just curious or they just didn't get it. And lots of things that they would say, it's just like, ooh, thanks. Really didn't need that right now. <laughs> Thank you so much, but all right. Um, so just realizing that, you know what, this is going to be different. This is a different, different thing than most people understand. And realizing that this is not just health and fitness. So a lot of people, even if they're really into health and fitness, they might not understand contest prep because this is an extreme sport. You are doing extreme things. This is not just regular lifestyle health and fitness when you are in a contest prep. So just realizing that would be number four. Number five is going to be, this is an expensive sport, the cost. So there are lots of resources out there, lots of YouTube videos, lots of podcasts on breaking down exactly the cost of competing and do your homework. Do your research with this before you sign yourself up for a prep. It is expensive. So the suit alone, you know what? There are lots of suit companies out there and there are lots of discount codes out there. Um, my personal suit was probably about 500 ish dollars and that's pretty reasonable. Um, I think I've seen them as high as 650, 700, you can get them lower. Um, but really they are going to be in, in that range for a good suit. And that is part of the package that you are putting on stage. So that is important. You don't want to really skimp on your suit and just throw anything on because it's not going to fit you correctly. It's not going to maybe look as well as it could have been on stage. And when you're putting yourself through a prep, you don't want to come down to cheaping yourself out of a good suit that is going to showcase that. Um, but there's a suit, you have the tan, you're going to have your NPC card if you are choosing to do that division. I'm not sure about other divisions if you have to 
buy a card in order to compete in those divisions. Um, but I know for the MPC, you're going to have your, your yearly card. You'll have your uh, registration for the show. Then you'll also have makeup, hair. Um, if you choose to get your nails done, you'll have that for show day. That is pretty much a lot of show day things. But for prep, you're going to have a coach. If you choose to work with a coach, um, you'll also have posing coach. If you need, if that isn't offered through your coach, um, there, there's just a lot of things. So I would say do your research, do your homework before you sign yourself up and just see if this is something that financially you are willing to commit to and you are able to commit to. Because the last thing you want to do is put yourself in a financial bind when you're in the middle of prep, when you already have so much on your plate and you're going to just be so drained. You don't want to drain your bank account too just to get on stage. So really prepare yourself. Make sure that this is a good, good investment for you. I definitely think that it is a it is worth the investment if you are able to make the investment because of how much you learn about yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it, as well as the whole sport in general. It's just, it's so life-giving that the cost, when people bring up the cost to me and they're like astounded by it, I don't even blink an eye really because I feel like I've just received so much from the sport in just the little bit that I've been involved in it that that's like nothing. So really just make sure that you are prepared for the cost of prep and show day and everything in between. Um, number six is you're going to be tired. So that that's just a given. You're going to be tired, especially as you get deeper into your prep you will be tired. Usually calories are lower than we normally would have them. You are going to be doing a lot more activity than you normally would. You're just running on E a lot of the times and you have to be prepared for that. But then you also have to know that you don't have to stay in that suck. So there was a time when I was two weeks, two weeks out in this last show that I had reached out to one of my friends who had competed for years and I just asked her to tell me like, this is worth it because you'll have those moments of you're so tired and you just need to know this is worth it, that it is worth it. And she had really just set me, set me straight. And she had just said something along the lines to, we get to choose our suck. So we get to choose if that hour of cardio is going to suck. And if we're going to think the whole time, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to make it through an hour. Oh, I've already done 15 minutes. I already, I have 45 minutes left. How am I going to get through 45 minutes? Or we can look at it this way, man, that 15 minutes just flew by. I can't believe it's already less than an hour for me to get this done. 45 minutes. That's nothing. 45 minutes. That's a Netflix show. I'm going to go ahead, prop that up, get this cardio done and move on with my day. 
So you get to choose the suck, but you do have to be prepared that you are going to be tired and being really realistic with yourself and not taking on everything and not being a martyr and not being the hero for everyone and being the yes man for everyone, especially as you get deeper into prep and getting a little bit more selfish with your, your time is going to be necessary to just keep your sanity a lot of the times. Maybe you are super mom and superhuman and you can do it all and you just aren't even phased by it. And if that is you, all power to you. Take on as much as you feel like you can. Um, but I know realistically for myself and for a lot of girls, you just, you have to be realistic with how much you're taking on, especially as you get deeper into prep. And it might even look like if your husband is a social butterfly like mine, that you just let him know, communicate again, going back to number three, communicate with them and let them know, Hey, I am super tired right now. I know that you really want to go meet our friends out here. I'll meet you there, but I'm only staying an hour and I'm coming home. Or you know what? You go out. I'll stay with the kids. We don't have to get a babysitter. And I'm I'm going to put the kids to bed and go to bed because I am that tired. So really just being prepared for the fact that you are going to be tired. There is that. All right. Um, number seven is you're going to be hungry especially as you get deeper into prep, you are going to be hungry. And you know what? I always thought of it as this is a good thing because my body is doing what it is physiologically supposed to do. It is supposed to tell me, hey, you are really low in calories right now. We really need some more food so that we can stay alive and we can run from these bears and we can, you know, do all the things that we need to do. I really need you to eat some food. So from the beginning of time, that's how God designed our bodies to be, is to give us hunger cues when we are in need of more food. Does not realize that we're in a contest prep and this is what we're choosing to do, right? Um, So you are going to be hungry. But I will say, this is one thing that tripped me up a few times when I first was very early on in my very first prep before I did my very first show is I thought that if I wasn't starving when I went to bed, that I was doing something wrong. So then I would get in my head and think, well, I'm doing something wrong anyway. And that would lead me to then sneak extra things here or there and then it would just become more of a habit. And then if I ever felt like I was hungry, I felt like I needed to fill that void right away instead of waiting until my next meal or, you know, just trusting the process of what I was choosing to do with prep. Um, So just because you hear that you should be this way and it should be like this, you know what? the shoulds and the woulds and I don't even know, like the, the must do's, the shoulds. It's so, I'm trying not to say those words as much just because there are so many variables for everyone and it can be different for everyone. So just because you hear that you are going to be hungry and you should be hungry and when, when you go to bed, you should be hungry. Otherwise, 
you're not, you're not doing it right. Um, you got to just let all that go because as long as you trust your coach, you are following the plan, you are feeling good. I mean, that's a blessing. If you are not feeling hungry and you are still have energy and you're able to do all the things, that is a blessing especially when you're in the beginning of your prep, you're probably going to not feel that as much as when you are a week out, two weeks out, and you're just to a point where you're at a low body fat range and you are at a low calorie range and just pushing through through the end. Um, so that, that, that being said, all of that to say, the big old tangent is you will be hungry at some point during your prep, but don't get in your head about it. Okay, so number eight is going to be build muscle before you prep. Build the dang muscle before you prep. I wish someone had told me this. I wish. I feel like I had a couple of people that tried and I didn't listen. Um, so if you're one of those people, I'm sorry because I should have listened, but build the dang muscle. We are in bodybuilding, even the bikini division, which has less mu- muscle than the other divisions. You need a lot of muscle to be competitive. You really do. When you look at the pros and even who's coming in nationals through the MPC, they have a lot of muscle. So take some time to build the muscle. You just dieting down into a prep isn't going to bring the best package that you want to bring. Um, Take the time to really build up your muscle before you start prep. Number nine is another one that I wish I would have listened to because it put me through a really tough spot in this prep. And that is why I'm so excited for this improvement season, for um, working with my coach and team Elite Physique. They are awesome at this. And I did not start with them just just to say, um, I did not start with them. And I wish I had because number nine is build up your calories before you prep. If you start from a place, let's say that you are eating, I think when I started like actually prepping because I was like in a prep to prep stage for a little bit where I was trying to lose body fat for quite a few months. Um, and then I went into a actual prep, I was probably at maybe 1500 calories by that point, maybe a little bit lower when I started prep. So I was starting from pretty low and I'm five, eight. So I I'm, I'm tall and I was starting from a low point and there was really nowhere else to go, but down to get me to where I needed to be. Um, so Number nine is going to be build up your calories before you start a prep. You're not going to want to walk into a prep eating 1,200, 1,300 calories and then expecting to do this amazing prep and feel great. It's just, uh, and it kind of just makes me sick now. Now knowing what I know and going through what I did, it's just, you got to take the time and really just trust your coach, 
Hopefully you have a coach that will build up your calories before you start prepping, um, but take that time and really build up your calories before you start. And if you want to build the muscle, nine times out of 10, we are going to have to build up your calories as well. You're going to need that fuel for the gym. So those go hand in hand, but really build up your calories before you just jump into a prep. Number 10 is do work on your mindset. You're going to have to work on your mindset through this. I have a friend who is in a prep to prep phase and really just reminding her to dive into your mindset. You have got to, even if it's something that you've never done before, you're going to have to really focus in on what you need in your current state of mind to to put you in a good spot. You're going to have to be in a positive mindset a lot of the times because there are going to be hard days and you life does not stop just because you're in prep. You are going to face things that are going to be really hard sometimes and you're still going to be in prep. You need to have a solid mindset for yourself. You have to have solid habits, solid systems behind you of what you do when shit hits the fan and you don't want to carry on. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when you have a hard day? What are you going to do when you just don't want to do something anymore? What are you going to do? What are you going to turn to? What, what habits, what things do you have in your back pocket that you can pull up that are going to give you life? What podcasts are you going to listen to? What books are you going to dive into? Because you really need to focus in on this portion of it. Um, I always say mindset is part of my my coaching for my one-on-one and everything that I do. It really, and it focuses in on mindset because even if you're not in a contest prep, if you're trying to change your habits or change something about yourself, you are going to have to dive into your mindset behind other things. You're going to have to do the hard work behind other things so that you can really come at those challenges and those changes that you want to make from a good space. So I feel like it's all encompassing, but really when you are going to go into a prep where you know that it is going to be hard and you're going to be really uncomfortable and you're not going to have a lot of people around you usually that understand what you're doing, you're going to have to invest into your mindset. You you just are. You're going to have to figure out what works for you and do it. So if that is waking up in the morning, journaling, getting into your Bible and reading some of a book that's going to fire you up, that's it. If it is listening to a really good podcast that maybe you are a tough love person like I am and you love Andy Frisella and you can listen to him and he fires you up and he pushes you through on your cardio, that is it. Whatever your thing is, you have to figure that out before you get into the thick of it and you are just scrambling and you end up either quitting or you're just a miserable human to be around because you're you're miserable and you don't know what to do about it. Um, so mindset is key. Another point for number 10 is community is going to be key. 
So the community of your people, so communicating with your people in that community that's physically around you. But then also, if you can find a community of competitors, either in your area or online is amazing for this. I have met so many people through competing that I'm able to stay in contact with because of Instagram. But finding a community that understands this competition world is going to just give you so much life and they are going to help in those hard mindset days. They are going to help when someone says something just completely off the wall to you that you're like, what the hell? Why would you even say that to somebody? And you're kind of getting in your head about it. You can come to those people and be like, hey, this was just said to me. I'm feeling this sort of way. And they can kind of just like put it, put you back on the right track for the goal that you have. They understand the goal that you have. They understand the prep life. They understand the the post-show life. They get it. So surrounding yourself with people that get it, that don't make you feel like you're a weirdo all the time is going to really help your mindset too. So diving into to those places, if you can find somewhere where they are having like a posing clinic in your area, that would be really cool. A lot of those are free to go to um, or I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone charge for them. I'm sure some people do, but I've never seen them charge for. But if you can find those in your area, that would be awesome to go to. Um, but like I said, I I don't have a lot of people in my area that really understand competing. So Instagram has been huge for me. All right. So and also as you do more shows, you'll meet more people. And you'll realize that there are more people in your area that do get it. You just don't know them or maybe they're not in your town of 600 people like me. Um, But that is another thing that is pretty cool once you get to show day. Number 11. Okay, so number 11, one thing that I wish that I had known before I started prep was get your freaking blood work done. (laughs) Get your blood work done. This was something that I wish I had done years ago. I am 35 years old and I tried one time through my GP to get my blood work done and really get like all of my hormones tested. They didn't do it. They wouldn't test it. And they, I think they tested some things, um, but then I was just told, yeah, you're good. Go on your way. I'm like, I don't feel good. Like there's there's a reason why I have zero energy all the time. And I was 30 years old at the time. Like there's a, there's a reason. There's a reason why I've been tired for the last 10 years. And I know it's probably because I have kids too. But there's a reason internally that something is going on. So Find someone, find a doctor, find a functional doctor, find there's a whole bunch of of options online as well that they can actually um, order these labs and send them out to a local lab corps. You go do the lab and then they have doctors that will help you interpret it and help, um, help you figure out what the next steps 
could be for you. So there are so many options no matter where you are located in the country to get this blood work done. It is an investment, but I'm telling you, make the investment, especially when you are in this prep before the prep phase. Figure out what's going on internally because you might be just running yourself into the ground and running yourself ragged trying to get the results that you want and your body is not working with you. And it could just be that you have some hormones that are off that you really need to just take some time and invest into and get those back on track before you start prep and then you can start from a better place. I got my blood work done after my show and after I went through preps and just finding out one thing that I finally found out was my testosterone is pretty much like there there is none <laughs> there there is none and when I started going through the the symptoms of it I'm like oh man that makes so much sense of how I've been feeling for the last at least five six years and I never knew this, but now I'm able to figure out, work with work with the doctors, work, work with the companies that I'm working through, and I actually have the company that I'm working through that works with my coach. Um, so figuring this out and getting this corrected, I'm just so excited to prep again and go into this improvement season and then prep again, just coming from a better place internally. So do that legwork, get your hormones tested, get everything tested, make sure internally you are just good to go before you prep. Um, Let's see, number, oh, I added one. So now all these numbers are off for me. Number 12, believe it's 12. Start posing now. This is another one that I wish that I would have known. I wish I would have invested more time into. I still wish I would have invested more time into. That is why every single day on my to-do list, it is pose. Because even though I won't be stepping on stage until 2023, posing is my least favorite and biggest hang-up because I am not a graceful human. Um, I believe that I can be a graceful human. I just need lots of practice. So Start posing now, even if you have months and months and months before you even step on stage, buy the heels, start figuring out how to pose, watch YouTube is amazing for this, watch YouTube, watch the most latest um, latest videos of like the pros and the MPC. MPC is going to have a shorter routine than the pros. So you're not going to get on stage in a regional show doing the minute long routine that a Olympian athlete is going to do. Um, but you, you can find a lot of resources through, I think it's MPC News Online. They have a YouTube channel. There's just, there's so many resources that even if you're not working with a coach yet, you can just play around with it, figure it out and work on it before you even start prep. I'm telling you, you will give yourself such a leg up that it, it's just going to be night and day when you finally get into prep and you're able to like put a routine together and get out there and show what you got. Start posing now. Take it, take it from me. I'm just laughing because it took me until about 
five weeks out from my first show to realize, oh crap, Becky, you haven't even figured out how to pose in the slightest bit. And it really made me feel one discouraged at first because I was around a whole bunch of girls that had gone to nationals that were IFBB pros and they are posing and they're looking at me pose and I did not know what I was doing. So just start posing now. Start posing now. Number 13 is you got to take this one day at a time. It is one day at a time. I have a sticky note that is still on my bathroom mirror that I look at every single day. And it is, you are just focusing on winning today. You are just focusing on winning today. That is what you are going to focus on. And this is going to come to the prep before the prep. This is going to come to when you are in prep. This is going to come to your post-show season. And I'm sure I've not gone through a whole improvement season yet, but I'm sure it'll come to improvement season too because we want that instant gratification. We are, we're human. We want this, this result so quickly, but it doesn't work like that. You, it takes time. It takes time to build muscle. It takes time to, to prep. It takes time to reverse out of a show. It takes time to for all of this stuff. And if we are constantly looking at where we are not and comparing it to where we want to be every single day, we are going to drive ourselves insane. So take it from me. I learned this the hard way as well, but you really have to focus on one day at a time. What are you going to do to win today? How are you going to win today? All you have to focus in on is how you are going to win today. Give yourself three things that you are going to do that is going to really solidify in your brain that, okay, I won today. And it can be, I got in all my water, I got in all my training, and I nailed my meal plan. That's it. You won the day. Check it off on to the next day. All right? And one thing that I have been thinking as well, and I have this on the screensaver of my phone now, is how can I be, what can I do today to be undeniable tomorrow? So how can I show up today to be undeniable tomorrow? Because that is my whole mindset right now is I need to just be undeniable that I deserve to get the goals that I want to achieve. Like undeniably, I deserve that because I worked my ass off. So that's what I'm thinking about every single day, but really it comes down to just one day at a time, one day at a time. Number 14, this is the final one. You are going to fall in love with this sport. You will fall in love with this sport. I almost guarantee it. I almost guarantee it. Maybe you'll get on stage and you're like, hey, this isn't for me but I can guarantee that you are going to learn something about yourself through that prep. Even if you never do it again, you are going to just fall in love with some piece of this some way, somehow. It it just, I, I almost guarantee it. Maybe there's a one-off, but you are going to fall in love with this. I wasn't so, so sure And then I got off stage for my first show and I looked at my husband and I was like, I'm in it. I'm in it. We're, we're doing this thing. And it just still, it makes me laugh because I am so far from where my big goal is, 
but I have no doubt in my mind that I'm going to get there because I just absolutely love this sport and it just fuels my fire and just my my work ethic has just quadrupled since finding this sport and really diving into it. So you are going to fall in love with this sport. You are going to fall in love with some aspect of it. I guarantee it. So let's recap really, really fast. Number one is you can do this. You can do this. These are regular people that just work their asses off. Number two is figure out your why. Why do you want to prep? Maybe it is because you think that it would be really, really cool. If that's going to carry you through, that is fine. But why do you want to do this? Number three is remember that this is a selfish sport. Communication is going to be key, especially for us that have husbands and we have kids. You are going to want to communicate why you are doing this. And remember that there are going to be times where you are going to just be a little bit selfish with your time. And that's really hard for especially us moms, but that's okay because this goal is something that is so cool for your kids to see you achieve. It is so cool for our kids to see us go after big audacious goals because I can tell you from personal experience, my kids' goals have just skyrocketed since I've started this because they've seen mom goes after big things. Mom puts in the hard work. Mom sacrifices a lot and I can do this too. And they start dreaming bigger. So just remember that it's a selfish sport. Communicate, but don't let that hold yourself back. Number four is you You will probably be a little bit of a weirdo in your circle if you're not from a circle of people that get competing. And that's okay. That is okay. Number five is it is an expensive sport. So do your homework and figure out the cost of everything. See if it's a good financial decision for you right now. Weighs out, weigh out the pros and cons and just don't walk into it blind. Number, f- oh, let's see. Number six is you're going to be tired and that's to be expected, but you don't have to stay in that suck of tiredness. You don't have to make it worse for yourself by just really reminding yourself all the time of how tired you are. Number seven is you're going to be hungry and that's just part of it. You are going to be hungry at some point during prep. Number eight, take the time to build the muscle. And right on that, number nine, take the time to build up your calories before you prep. Number 10 is work on your mindset daily. Work on your mindset daily and also dive into ways to join the bodybuilding community. Find people around you that understand it. Find people online that understand it. Really surround yourself with people that are going to get it. It is going to help you so much, especially with your mindset during prep, out of prep, anything in between. Number 11 is get your internal health checked out, get your hormones tested, get your blood work done, really invest in that. See that as an investment towards your prep because you want to start from a good place. Number, and that honestly, just Side note, that's something that we all should be doing, even if you have no intention of ever prepping, get your blood work done. 
a lot of us are dealing with stuff that we had no clue about, especially because of our food and environment and everything in between right now. Um, just get your blood work done. <laughs> Number 12 is start posing now. Buy some heels. You can get some heels off Amazon if you don't really want to invest in um, in in other heels. I would say the Shoe Fairy has the most comfortable heels ever. I bought some off Amazon and I definitely should have bought like, I don't know, five sizes bigger than I did because they did not fit my wide, wide Fred Flintstone feet. Um, but the shoe fairy was amazing. I have two pairs of their shoes and I absolutely love them. I don't think I'll buy from anyone else, but even if you get some off Amazon and you don't have Fred Flintstone feet, get those heels, start figuring out how to pose now, work on that. Um, number 13, take it one day at a time. It is literally coming down to one day at a time. All you have to focus on is winning that day. How can you be un- undeniable tomorrow from what you're doing today? How can you win today? And number 14 is you're going to fall in love with this. You will love it. If you have ever wanted to compete, I say go for it. Look into it. Really, really just take that leap. Be smart about it, but take that leap and go for it because you are going to love it. All right, guys, that is what I got for you for what I wish I would have known before I started prep. I think our next one of these is going to be what I wish I known before my first show day. So, and if you are a competitor and you have any other things to add to this, send me a message. I would love to know what you would add to this list. We can get it out there for everybody that has not prepped before. I think the more information that we can have out there, the better. And I'm just super interested. I'm super interested to see what your thoughts are. But I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If this was helpful at all or interesting, share it. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram. Make sure that you are following me on Instagram. You can find me at Becky.flowers over there. And I will talk to you guys next week.